Third Shift presents The Imposter's Guide to Gaming, your quick fix for gaming news. Here are your hosts, Eric and Matt. Oh my goodness, IG2G is back. I'm back, Eric's back. It's been a while since we've done a proper IG2G episode, and hey, it's the first one of 2018. What does everybody talk about in the first couple weeks of 2018? What are you most looking forward to in 2018? What's the games you're most excited about for 2018? We're going to do the exact same thing right after the top five releases. Top five releases. So number five this week... I'm going to get it started. It's Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. What are you talking about, Matt? People have been playing Player Unknown's Battlegrounds forever. Well, it's actually officially, officially, officially released on the 20th of December for Xbox One and PC. It's dropped for 30 bucks and developed and published by PUBG Corp. And if you don't know what PUBG is, welcome to the gaming world. But, I mean, this is IG2G, so maybe I should explain it. You're a little dude, and you get dropped in on an island with a hundred other little dudes, and you got to find and scrounge weapons and you got to shoot each other and you got to be the last one standing it's kind of a jankity funkity ugly looking game but you know if you like having a battle royale type setup running around shooting people having crazy fun hearing racist stuff swarming over the over the microphones and just having a weird crazy time winner winner chicken dinner maybe this is the game for you maybe it has been maybe you've been playing it forever who knows it's official now it's 1.0 it's out PUBG. there you go not to be outdone by PUBG, because, you know, that's just some small title nobody knows about. Here's mm-hmm. one for you that everybody knows about. Bridge Constructor Portal. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Here, 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 here. Winner, winner, portal dinner. That's right. Actually, winner, winner, cake dinner, make, I, I guess. Or make a bridge dinner through the portal thing. I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so this game... <laughs> Developed by Clockstone, published by Head Up Games, was released December 20th, 2017 for the Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and of course the computer systems, like, you know, stuff that happens on computers. Don't know. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Clicky, clicky, chicken dicky. No, that's not good. Oh, that's not good, Matt. Nope. (laughs) That's that's bad. Oh, no. Now the whole conversation's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) what's this game you ask well some of you might have heard of a game called portal and portal 2 in which you're in this big old facility with this crazy oai who jacks and screws with you and you get a cool gun that allows you to open up portals and use physics to get your way out of this facility and it's all sorts of cool everybody loves it it's a puzzle game at its heart this game is similar in the way that you don't get to make the portals but the portals exist you instead construct guess what bridges to get your player in this little cart to the portal which gets you through where you need to go then you got to build another bridge or another setup to get to the end so the whole game is based on making structurally sound bridges and cool ramps things like that to get your little cart man and his luggage or whatever from one end to the other and the whole game's based off that and everyone's cool. in love with it. Think it's really fun. All sorts of memories. The music's reminiscent of the old portals. GLaDOS, which is the AI, is returned in her own voice. So everyone's excited about that. The jokes and the humor, you know, all the chuckles are all in there. The only downfall is, as I stated, you do not get to have your old portal gun and put your portals here and there. It's, they're already in set locations and you build around it to facilitate winning that particular puzzle or solving that particular puzzle, I should say. 
If this sounds cool to you, if you like puzzle games and you like little neat little physics experiments, this might be something for you to pick up. If not, well, hey, definitely pass on it because you'll be frustrated and probably won't have a good time and you'll say, hey, I wasted my money and I'm angry. That actually does sound pretty cool because, I mean, I love the original Portal games and, you know, they have their own strategy of putting the portals here and manipulating that. So I think it'd be interesting to work at it from the complete opposite perspective of these are the holes you can use. How do you use your structures and stuff to get from point A to point B? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it looked pretty neat. I never did get into the old portals. So this is kind of one of those ones like, well, it sounds cool, but I haven't played the other, so why should I jump mm-hmm. in? But who knows? Maybe somebody's just going to say, hey, Eric, I got a free copy here of Bridge Constructor Portal for you. And I'll be like, yeah, buddy, because I do love puzzle games, and I'll have a good that time. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. So this next one's going to be pretty quick because I don't want to talk too much about it because I also don't know too much about it because I want to play it. So this game is Gorogoa. This dropped on the 14th of December for PC, Switch, and iOS, developed by Jason Roberts and published by Annapurna Interactive, the people who published What Remains of Edith Finch and a couple other really cool games. This dropped for $14.95, and this is another puzzly kind of game where you're like... It's kind of hard to describe. Like, you're given a scene, and then you can adjust your perspective on the scene, and then you can take elements of that scene and move them over, and the scene changes. Like, the original piece you see is you're a boy in a room looking out a window. And so you do what you can in the room, and then you drag... You basically drag the room and the window off to the side and you continue on through, like, the cityscape that you were looking at through the window. And then... You go back to that window scene, have more interactions with that, then a door opens, then you can drag the open door around to another block on this like four block thing and have different interactions in each different scene as you manipulate the scenes back and forth. Really cool, really hand-drawn art, hand-drawn animations, looks gorgeous. I really want to play this one, so I don't know too much more about it other than I really like the, the way the perspectives work and the way you can change perspectives and use... The old perspective on top of the new background. Really interesting stuff, so go check that out if you're a puzzle game slash maybe like an adventure game type of person, too. Sounds pretty neat. Sounds weird as hell, Mm. but pretty neat all the same. It'll make more sense once you see it. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like a video. I'd recommend watching like the first 30 seconds, minute, minute and a half of somebody's Let's Play of it, because that's what really got me hooked. I saw Jesse Cox did one for his Fan Friday, and I was like, oh, this looks really cool. And then he moved... I think he moved like three scenes, and I went, all right, that looks amazing. I have to stop because I'm going to need to play this for myself. Oh, look at that. Soldier. Soldier, man. Oh, yeah. Now you got it. Sweet. So uh, let me ask you a question, Matt. Okay. Do you enjoy military stuff? Do you enjoy watching people get blown up with tanks, Humvees, helicopters, jets, all that good stuff? In certain situations, yes. Yeah. Well, you may enjoy this one, Matt. This wonderful little gem is called Tiny Metal, released December 21st for the PC, for the Nintendo Switch, and for the PlayStation 4. It's a little military sim sort of game in the vein of Advance Wars that was released on Nintendo way back in the day. Uh Oh, yeah. uh This game, well, this game, Advance Wars, is a game that everybody loved and adored, and this game said openly that it's trying to emulate that since obviously they're not doing another advance wars mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. it was developed and published by area 35 and the whole premise is their typical not japan not america countries go to war with one another your side of the army has 
your you know officer who's just fresh in needs to become somebody you know that you all know the story everybody oh, knows yeah. the story but anyways the whole premise of the game is a strategy game in which you take your armies that you build throughout the game you know buying new ones buying helicopters acquiring new powers new weapons and then you go against other armies the AI right now because their multiplayer hasn't been switched on so right now it's all just AI, and you strategically place your members in different locations in which they cut down into different scenes and do their damage, pop back out to an overhead, and then you either make your way forward and progress to the end of the objective, or you're destroyed by the AI and they win. It's a pretty simple concept, but of course involves all sorts of brain power, thinking, strategic maneuvering, knowing which troops are weak against what troops, this and that, what can take down the tanks, what can take down the aerial assaults, all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you like having fun and you like those military sims but like it more lighthearted, this is the type of game you're going to want to get a hold of. I will say I've seen on several different accounts, several different places, that the AI is not the best. So I will say if you're a beginner, this might actually be a great game to get into. If the AI isn't super hardcore bad mamma jamma, that was my issue with some of the AI in Advance Wars, is once you got past those first intro levels, you were just getting your face stomped sometimes. Like, I, I need room to breathe and even construct my first guy to go capture a city. And they were like, nope, you don't have your perfect strategy down yet? <laughs> Death. Oh, Okay. So this sounds like, I don't, wouldn't say right up my alley because I don't like, you know, baby easy games or nothing, but, you know, it sounds a little more fair than some of those later Advance Wars got to be. Yeah, this is kind of what put me in the mind was uh, how Mario and Rabbids Magic Kingdom was to the XCOM series. Mm-hmm. If you want hardcore, go in and get XCOM, but if you want to kind of jump in and get a feel for how the whole thing works, Mario and Rabbids was a great place. This sounds a sim- like a similar scenario. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to get into Advance Wars or other similar games, Grab yourself Tiny Metal, and it'll kind of baby step you into the whole genre. Nice. But overall, looks fun, has a cool, you know, typical anime kind of feel to it. Then it goes down into, like, these uh, polygon-shaped uh, 3D graphic models, but mm. during the cutscenes, it's got the anime drawings and everything going on. It looks good. I think it looks like a lot of fun. And I actually, like I said, like the whole easier aspect of it because i don't want to go in and get my head stomped in mm-hmm. right away because these aren't the games i generally play a lot of but i do enjoy some strategy games once in a while so maybe one to check out and number one this dropped on the 12th of december this is an older game a remaster it's okami hd finally coming out for pc ps4 and xbox one originally developed by clover studios way back in the day they don't even exist anymore but the update has been brought to us by capcom and hexadrive and again obviously this is an old game that came out for the ps2 and the and then eventually to the wii and then okami hd was brought to i think ps3 and maybe even like vita and now they're bringing okami hd even further up to the current gen it's only 20 bucks Okami is a fantastic game. Probably, you know, some people say one of the best ones ever made. I I would at least say one of the most beautiful games I've ever played in my entire life. Just, ah, man. Just a beautiful watercolor aesthetic and just a really, really long and kind of deep game, too. You, you would kind of compare this to, like, a Zelda-type game where you get more abilities, get to go further in the world, go back to old dungeons, use those new abilities to do new things. 
really just a fantastic game. If you haven't played Okami yet, you owe it to yourself to get Okami HD on whatever current system you have. And even if you only have old systems, go back and get Okami for those old systems. You will not be disappointed. Okami is fantastic. This is one that for years now, for years, I'm like, I gotta get back and play. I love Zeldas. Mm. I've played them my whole life, and everyone is always comparing it, saying it's like Zelda, but with a dog, man, and it's beautiful. You're going to want to play it. You're going to want to play it. I still, to this day, have not touched it, or, or for that matter, even seen videos of it or done anything with it. So I am in the 100% dark on this title, but it's always one that I go, "I I should do something about this, and then I stare and do nothing. See, Okami to me is one of those games I need to go back and finish. I had it first on the PS2, like launch day when it came out, because I'd seen all the videos and screenshots. I got it. I got about halfway through it, which isn't a small thing, because like I said, it's a really big game. And then, you know, it just got sidetracked with other things that just came out in that interim. And I got Okami HD on my PS3. Again, made, I think I made about a quarter way into it at that point, and then I got distracted with this, that, or the other thing. So it's one of those games I need to go back and actually finish. Like, I've played a lot of it. I know a lot of it. I've, you know, I've played enough to have a really good opinion of it, but I just have never just, all right, sit down and just play it for however many hours and finish the damn thing. I need to do that. Well, this could be the year, man. It could and be. Hopefully it is. It's got an old, another fresh skin on it, and everybody's got an opportunity to go at it once more. And like I said, it's only 20 bucks now, so, I mean, you can you can just throw 20 bucks away in your sleep. For one of the best games of all time, you owe it to yourself. Just 20 bucks, bam, there you go, Okami. Number five. So now's the time, brother, for our top five games of the year. Oh, yeah. For These next games year. games are getting... No, for this year, brother. Don't no. contradict me. <laughs> <laughs> I was not going to uh, let you... Hey, look, they're doing another Games of the Year episode. They're just adding <laughs> yeah, two onto it. Just okay. adding two more. Oh, gosh. No, these are the games that we're looking forward to in the upcoming 2008 sector. And we're each going to go through... 2018. No. <laughs> 2008. <laughs> Why did I say We're going to go way back to the past. Oh, boy. I'm hey, a- we're flying back, man. We are I'm going back I'm looking forward to Okami when it originally releases. Boy, <laughs> That's howdy. Right. That's where my brain was. You said PS2, man. I was like, 2008? Is that PS2, PS3, or uh, somewhere in there? <laughs> so we're going to lay this out for all of you. Me and Matt each got five wonderful titles that we are looking forward to in the year 2018, and we want to lay them out for you so that way, hey, maybe you weren't paying attention, maybe you didn't hear about it, maybe you didn't see nothing about it, but maybe when we tell you about it, you're going to go, oh my God, that is coming out this year? This year be 2018? You know the year 2018? Well, my God, I'm excited too. I said it enough. You guys know what I'm saying. It's 2018, and I'll kick it off. By saying, one of the top five games I'm looking forward to is World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth, the expansion. Oh yeah. Now, y'all might not know, but I play World of Warcraft, and I enjoy that game. And I've enjoyed that game for over 12 years. It's a fantastic, wonderful title, and if you don't know anything about it, I'm not going to explain it, because y'all are just living in some dark cave, and I don't even know where you've been. But that's not nice, Eric. 
That's not nice at all. So I'll just say this real quick. World of Warcraft is an MMO for the PC, and it's a fantastic game in which you play with all sorts of other players in an online community environment. It's a fantastic game. It's had freaking thousands of expansions. It's been ongoing for a long time. And the next one is Battle for Azeroth. At an unknown date, this year, probably June, July, I would guess, you're going to get a whole new expansion in which we go back to the roots. You're going to be going back to fighting the Horde or fighting the Alliance, which are the two different factions of the game. So you're going to go to all new islands for each respective race, faction, whatever you want to call it. And that's going to be Kul Terrace for the Alliance and Zandalar for the Horde. And if you don't know, Zandalar is a uh, troll tribe and the other is a human tribe. And you're going to obviously hang out in your respective factions wage war against one one another there's going to be all new raids all new dungeons there's going to be a whole new um territorial wars in which you go in and fight for areas much like you did in the original warcraft games so they're kind of incorporating that into world of warcraft yeah i was super stoked about it it's like a pve pvp kind of thing going on it's really cool there's gonna be new allies so new skins basically on the different factions and classes dwarves will get this blah 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 etc etc whole bunch of new changes. I'm not going to go any more into it, but I'm just going to state that I'm super excited. If you haven't seen this game and you've been living on a rock and you love to sink hundreds and thousands of hours into something and just become addicted to a thing, go play this game because it can do that. And for sure, it's going to at least supply me with three, four months of solid entertainment before it starts to slow down a little bit for me. I'd guaranteed buy. Can't wait for it. Number five. Now, this this number five spot, I, I was in a pickle here. I was going to say, well, you know, I really should put Dragon Ball Fighter Z in that spot. But we talked about it on our Games of the Year episode of Third Shift proper, talking about what we're looking forward to. I've talked about it on IG2G before. So this time, I'm going to break it down. I'm going to go Matt's Indie Game Showcase. I'm going to give you a double pack of games to be excited for in 2018. Both of these games are going to be published by Annapurna Interactive. First up, we got Kentucky Route Zero TV Edition. Now, this I'm assuming is dropping for all the you know the major consoles out there right now because Kentucky Route Zero has been on Steam. It's been releasing different episodes through the past like I think three or four years, and it's a really it's a hard game to describe. I don't know that I'd, that I'd even call it a game. It's not even really like a narrative game. It's kind of like more of an experience because you're just a truck driver who breaks down along the Kentucky Route Zero. You're trying to deliver something from your antique shop to someplace down the road. And like I said, your truck breaks down. You kind of get involved in the lives or scenarios or situations of these weird people you meet on the road. Like I said, it's hard to describe. You get in these cool conversations, learn cool people's backstories. There's just a really... It's just a unique feel to this game. You get in there and it's just this slow, mellow groove, really quiet and just kind of somber kind of a feel to it. But it's not like a sad game or like an intense, you know, really emotional game. I don't know how to describe it, but I really enjoy Kentucky Route Zero. So when the final final episode comes out and the the compilation of TV edition pops, go ahead and get that. That's going to be really cool. And then another quickie that I don't know if I actually mentioned on an IG2G. Coming up in 2018 is also going to be Donut County. This is a game about being a hole and trying to suck up stuff so you can be a bigger hole. And that sounds really stupid, but it becomes like a puzzly situation. Like, hey, there's a there's a balloon here that's tied to strings, so you got to make some way to get the balloon to go higher so it'll pull the strings so it'll knock stuff down so you can absorb it more. So as the hole, you can absorb different things and get different 
like elemental abilities, I would almost say. Like absorb, if you can get big enough to suck up the campfire, you'll become a big hot hole. So you'll have hot air rising, you can push that balloon up, it'll drop the things, make the thing happen. Sounds really cool, plus it's like the total reverse Katamari Damacy thing. You absorb things to get bigger, now you just absorb things to become a greater void and suck up more stuff. I'm going to be having a lot of fun with it whenever that drops in 2018. Number four! My number four game I'm most excited about this particular year of 2018 is going to be Metroid Prime 4. I love Metroid, as I've told you guys in the past. It's going to be developed by some new promising development team it's not going to be done by who you know the the yahoos who brought you one two and three retro it's not being brought to you by retro so of course some people are a little bit nervous and scared but nintendo's promised that it's going to be handled well it's going to be taken care of and we don't have any need to worry and if nintendo tells me i don't have to worry then i don't worry because they always do a fine job and they always well not always but 90 percent of the time pick the right person for the job (laughs) So I don't want to be say it's an infallible thing here, but you know, whatever. Yeah, that la- that last Metroid game, you know that. Uh, well, was, was yeah, that's M? exactly. That's, well, we just uh-huh. don't we don't talk about other M, <laughs> which is sad because the team that made that should have done fantastic. It's I know uh, it's it was, crazy. It was that Ninja that Theory, wasn't it? Ninja Theory, uh huh. Yeah, or no, no, it was Team Ninja. Team Ninja, the same people who did the the Ninja Gaiden Ninja and, all that, and right? stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but anywho, we don't bring up other M. It was just a strange world back then. It's okay. It's all right. Metroid Prime, though, is a Cherish series. First person Metroid action handling going on. It took everyone by surprise. Everyone thought it was going to be crazy. No one wanted it. Everyone wanted their classic 2D. They went ahead with it anyway. It was fantastic. All three of them were awesome. The weakest was, I think it was three, is where in which you had to control the the remote to actually swing her arm. And I know you probably don't know because you didn't get on board the Nintendo system. But I think it was three. It definitely was because that was the Wii one. So you yes. definitely needed the remote yes. for it. And yeah. that was the weakest one in the series because of that, in my opinion. However, with the Switch, I almost guarantee they'll take a return to form and it'll just be like a standard first-person shooter. And I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. It's a game I'm looking forward to. You're Samus. You're running around in a space suit, shooting aliens, doing all sorts of cool stuff. Need I really say more? Metroid Prime 4. Number four. Now here, my number four is another spot where I was going to say a game that we already talked about, which was going to be Yakuza 6. But again, we already talked about it on TS Proper. So I'm going to go with another Yakuza game, even though it's not 100% confirmed for 2018. They've said that, hey, 2018 is going to be a big year for Yakuza. And you don't do that if there's only one game coming out. So this one is going to be Yakuza Kiwami 2. I played the original Kiwami last year now because it is 2018 it was kind of a more of a basic level remaster i believe they added some stuff like they added the new fighting styles and everything to it but i don't think they took you know all the all the crazy side stuff from yakuza zero and stuff and forced it all in there to a really good degree they're definitely doing that with yakuza kiwami too now it's out in japan right now and i actually have thought about importing it but if you even see the debut trailer of it it is non-stop insanity from the word go and i mean the yakuza games are a little weird but this is just like over the top this is just hey they liked kiwami well let's make kiwami 2 make it even better add in a goro majima sub story which you couldn't play as him in the original kiwami 2 let's add in the cabaret king mini game so i was already excited because i was gonna dump another 40 hours into just doing that 
oh man, everything. It's just like it's they took the Kiwami formula, they cranked it up past eleven to twelve, and now they're doing Yakuza Kiwami two, all remastered graphics, all remastered sound, everything looks gorgeous. There's freaking legends from New Japan Pro Wrestling in the game. You can build your own clan, like you can recruit all these old timey wrestlers like Masahiro Chono and Tatsumi Fujinami and all the other cool dudes. Oh, just I, I just want to just jump into this game and swim around in it and just live in it. Freaking psychopath. <laughs> Last year, Yakuza 0 came out in January, and then Kiwami came out in June. So with Yakuza 6 coming out in March, I believe it is, I'm expecting this to be a late fall, early winter release, 2018 for the West. If it isn't, I'll be sad, but if it is, oh boy, it's another year of Yakuza for your boy Matt. Oh, yeah. I can't wait, man. We'll hear all about it all year long. Except for, like I told you, I might partake in this one mm-hmm. because uh, the newest one will be for PS4 proper, in which mm-hmm. case, you know, all the updates, all the cool bells and whistles might just throw me in there. And oh, then we can yeah. both just sit there and talk about it until we convince Danny to fit, play, play it. And it'll be great. Hell yes. <laughs> and then one of us will be really good at one mini game, and the other two will be trash at it, and it'll mm. all be different mini games. It'll be so good. Well, see, I'll be the I'll be the good dance mini game guy because I'm the rhythm game guy. Oh my god! Oh, it's gonna be so good. Yes, yeah, because oh, Kiwami too. Oh gosh, you psychopath! You are a psychopath. <laughs> Number three. Well, this one I did talk about last time, but I can't help it because I, I'm excited about this title, Matt. And that's Dragon Quest XI, mm. developed and published by Squaresoft. Nope, not Squaresoft. Square Enix. Ha, that's the past, Eric. It's all in the past. <laughs> it's back in 2008 yeah, again, exactly. man. What the I know, hell? man. I, I keep going back to 2018. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you talking about, Eric? It's 2018 now. Oh, man. I've been in the time paradox day. I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> Oh, I can't tell you enough. The Dragon Quest series is one of those series that always brings me back, always takes me back to a different place, a different time, in which I was just a carefree young lad, having a blast, loving my RPGs, and just, you know, life was simple, life was easy. This game inspires you to think like that because of its colorful, colorful schemes, its its silly, fun bad guys, and also just antics and story in general, always just goofy and fun and ridiculous. This game just screams, sit down, have a fun time, forget about your troubles, forget about your worries. They've always done that, and this one looks like it's going to be no different. I cannot wait for it. I have no idea when it's coming out this year, because I don't (laughs) think they've stated, but it is coming out this year. And when it does, I will own it. So, of course... If you keep your eyes and ears peeled to the IG2G in the future, I'll give you the exact date in which it will be coming. But I do know it's going to be for the PS4 and Switch, and I will have it on the Switch, because why would I not have it on the Switch? Because Mm -hmm. it's amazing. Number three. So number three for me, it's Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes. No More Heroes 1 was a fantastic game that I loved about half of, two-thirds of, I loved the gameplay of walking through the hallways, killing all the enemies, going up against the ridiculous bosses and killing them in really fun ways. The only thing I didn't like was the money-making mechanic where you had to go and play dopey mini-games for way too long to earn money to go into the next level. Now, I heard that they fixed it in No More Heroes 2, never did play that one, so I'm really excited for this kind of sort of reboot, but also it's like a self-aware type of reboot. Like, everyone keeps saying, oh, it's a reboot for the character, but in the reveal trailer... 
They talk about the thing that you did at the end of No More Heroes 1, which I'm not going to spoil for anybody, but he's kind of like winking at the camera the whole time. So who knows? It's full-on directed by Suda51, the guy who did all the crazy other ones. So, you know, it's going to be over the top. It's going to be ridiculous. It's going to be No More Heroes. It's going to be on the Switch for you. Hey, hey, hey. Wonderful. I'm excited for this one. This is one that I haven't had a chance to talk about on IG2G before. It always just keeps slipping through the cracks, but I'm super excited for it. No firm date on it yet, but it is, quote fingers, 2018. Who knows if that'll become a reality, but if it does, I'll be excited. I'll be playing it. I'll be playing that one, too. I love the No More Heroes series. Just been a ton of fun. That's kind of like that Bayonetta one for me, you know? Like, yeah. I love them, but it's like my side love. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's mm. always been there, and I always appreciate them, but it's never, like, quite the 100% hype train going on. Yeah. I'll have it, though. I don't know. That'll be the one I have to, like, go donate blood to get mm-hmm. or make a side purchase, but I'll get it. Oh, yeah. Number two. So my number two this year is the one I have not mentioned yet. It's published, developed by Square Enix once again. God, fancy that. It's Project Octopath Traveler. Oh, what yeah. in the hell kind of title is that? I don't know either. Don't ask me. All <laughs> I know is Octo A. There's eight different characters whom you can depart your adventure on. And obviously with each of these characters, they have their own story, their own whole branching arc. And then you join up through the different means, different ways, which I don't know because I've only played the two little intros that they get on the demo for Rose and the uh, the Knight. I forget his name at the moment. But this game is a JRPG, you know, quote fingers. However, like I just stated, you can go through eight different arcs and come about your story in whole different ways. The artwork is reminiscent of the old Final Fantasies, but oh, yeah. brought into the Switch graphical power, so that's just gorgeous. The music is freaking fantastic. The story thus far is very mature. I'll just state, like, on the demo for Rose, whom I did play all the way through, she was once, like, a, a lord, I mean, not a lord, but a, a lady, you know, very rich, very powerful, uh, she was her family was killed off for political reasons. She became a prostitute, and now she works in a uh, a whorehouse, for lack of better terminology here. Mm-hmm. And this dude's like just harass, sexually harassing her, beating her, messing with her, and then she get, has to get out of the whole scenario. And she's on a mission, obviously, of revenge and such. And the whole reason she's there, you'll find out. But it's awesome. It's definitely got that cool, mature theme underlying the whole thing mm-hmm. every character has their own special abilities and things that they're good at like she can seduce people to help her the knight can fight and challenge anybody he wants to to get what he needs so if like hey i need to get through this door well screw it i challenge you to one-on-one duel if i kill you i get to go through the door if you kill me i don't ha and then you'll fight boom you win you get to go she'll seduce somebody so say he's like Hey, Rose will be like, oh, man, you, you look really like crackers. Well, I'm going to go get the baker over here. I'm going to seduce him to bake me crackers. Then I'm going to bring you the crackers, and you're going to let me through the door. Nice. It's awesome. It's awesome. I like the whole little weird hybrid job system going on. I can't wait to play this game, Matt. Number two. Now, number two for me, it's a game that I've talked about before on IG2G. I think I've talked about it twice. I'm super excited about it. Everybody knows I love David Cage games. I love Quantic Dream games. Yes, they might be weird, and yes, they might not be the best games ever, but I love them, goddammit, because they give you experiences that no other games do. I'm talking about Detroit Become Human, 
all about androids and sentience and the revolution there and making all these different paths through the crazy encounters that you can have in ways that you only can in David Cage games, doing having the kind of conversations and doing the kind of things that you can only do in David Cage games, having those experiences that he gives to you that Quantic Dream builds. For all their faults, I have loved every single David Cage slash Quantic Dream game from Indigo Prophecy to Heavy Rain to Beyond Two Souls. I'm so excited for this one. I am so glad that it is set to release sometime in 2018. I will be there day one. If there's a collector's edition with a little Android girl figurine, I might even get that too. I at least want a steelbook. Give me something cool. Give me like an Android steelbook where it's like the face on the outside and you open it up on the inside. It's robot circuitry and stuff. I'm so excited. I forgot about it until just now as we're putting stuff together. I was like, I googled big game releases for 2018. Oh, shit. Detroit Become Human. Hell yes. I'm on board. You can tell I'm excited. I want it. I'm going to get it. So I got to say, uh, my uh, opinion on this one's been changing over time. I told you last time we talked about this that it was going to be troublesome for me because I would immediately want to kill. Racist. Yes, I'm a robot yeah. racist. I'd kill all the robots. But the more I've been at work lately, the more I've been thinking and the more I've been deciding that I wish I was a robot and that I could start mm -hmm. killing all the humans, right? You know what I mean? That's exactly it, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm starting to get on board with this game, and I'm like, maybe if I could be that rebellious guy the whole game and I could just kill the humans, it'd be fun. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Think of him at the Robot Revolutionary as yourself with two robot arms and two robot legs that you put exactly. on Exactly, that's going to happen. And the humans aren't going to reinforce those bogus treaties, so no, you've got to take them down. And not only that, you know, they're going to they're gonna throw me in with a robot race anyway, just because I have those robot arms and legs That's and right. heart and lungs. Just and because you turned into an Adrian Barbobot. I mean... Exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm still a human, you know, and they're going to throw me in anyway with robots, so I'm going to go ahead and reject my original species, and I'm going to go with those robots, and we're going to kill all mankind. So now you're a robot reverse racist. That's right. <laughs> You're self-hating robot racist. God damn I'm, a you, I'm a complicated man. You are. <laughs> oh god. Awesome. Fantastic. Number one. So the last one, the last mm -hmm. game on my list. Oh yeah. There should be no surprise. That's no it's surprise. Not a surprise. No. It's gonna be. I, I smile at. It. Oh my god! This is amazing. I can't wait. Uh huh. Uh -huh. This game is developed <laughs> and published by Atlas. Uh -huh. This game is a game we have played all sorts of hours of. We had oh, a yes. little competition going for oh, I don't know how long at work, going mm -hmm. back and forth, trying to keep up with one another and the the whole thing. And that game is Catherine. Oh yes. Now the new title. It's Catherine full body. Well, why is it that? Guess what? They're remastering this whole thing mm. for the PS4 and, I don't know, Xbox One, I'm assuming. I would assume so, but it is Atlas, and they usually do stick Ooh, with Sony right. stuff a lot. No, so you're right. I'm no, no, you're right. It's not. It is. It's just PS4. Excuse me. For the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation Vita, yeah, you will right. be able to get a hold of Catherine full body. Now, you're like, oh, okay, are they just updating the whole thing, and basically you're just playing the same game? No, no. man. No, man. They've added in a new female interest named Rin. She's the mm. pianist at the uh, Sleeping Shepherd, is it called? Oh, my God. You are oh, out I forgot of the, it. You are not hey, even my friend long. anymore. No. Oh, my God. What's the it's bar's the name? Stray Sheep. Stray Sheep. Go. Go. <laughs> She's the pianist at the, uh, <laughs> I hate you, man, <laughs> Stray Sheep Bar. 
It's not uh, my fault you suck. No, it's <laughs> true. Oh, I'm terrible. I'm so sad now. <laughs> but anywho, is you get a whole new character to throw in the mix, and it's and not only does it just add her in, and then it's like whole just separate stories, it changes the stories of the two other Catherines as well. Mm-hmm. So not only do you get a whole slew of new endings via che- checking out and going on your whole sexual relationship with Rin, but if you go with any of the other two Catherines, there are all new endings for them as well because of having Rin in the mix trying to vie for your attention and love and all that. And you say, attention, love, sexual relationships. Yes, everybody. This is a game about you and sexual relationships, cheating on your spouse or soon-to-be spouse, all these adult problems that you know young folk don't have to deal with. This game goes ahead and takes a little shot at it in a very clever, cool way. And I will say, you know, when you say, ooh, sexual relationships, everyone's like, oh, it's some kind of dumb humping game and blah, blah, no, blah, blah, blah. No. no, this is actually a mature game in the correct sense of the word. Like you said, this is stuff that real-life adults have to go through. This, You know, Vincent is coming to a point in his life where, you know, he's going to have to make that decision of which way he's going to go with his life, and, you know, you help him along that path or help him along the different path. It's probably one of the first games I've ever played that, felt like it was made for adults. You know what I mean? Like Yes, 100%. Yeah, this is something grown-ups have to do and you know, you can you can see from the, like the way it's put together that it's by people who have gone through it and are looking back at that time and you know, here's what you could have done this way, that way. Here's all the other external pressures that you faced from your friends, from anyone else, just people on the street who you talk to about your problems and then they, you know, respond to you in certain ways. Just Really mature in the best way. I I can't say enough good stuff about the original Catherine, so I can't say enough about how excited I am to play it again with all new content and all new characters and all new, oh my God, I'm so excited. Exactly. And then the best part is is the bar stuff was always my favorite because, oh, yeah. don't get me wrong, I loved the puzzles, which for those of you who don't know, the main part of the game is you go to sleep and you're having these nightmares in which you're having to climb these blocks, manipulate these blocks to get to the top of this whole puzzle, and then you wake up and everything's okay again, and you get to the next story. So in between all that, you sit in a bar with your buddies, drinking beer, bourbon, whiskey, whatever. They come out with cool facts and little knowledge things mm-hmm. about the different alcoholic beverages you're drinking. You can talk on your phone, text on your phone, screw around, whatever, or just conversate. And it's just, like you said, it's super mature because, they, you know, you got that dumb friend who's just always laughing and joking and doesn't really mm-hmm. care what you're doing. You got your friend who's, like, doesn't agree with you, but he doesn't want to say out front, so he just kind of mumbles or just shakes his head half the time. And mm-hmm. It's just a cool dynamic of everybody and everything and how it all plays out. Oh, I yeah. just, the game is just done masterfully, a ton of fun, and this third character, you know, supposed to add in all sorts of cool awesome crazy drama and there's all sorts of speculation out there but i'm not going to get into it yet because i'm not 100 percent convinced yet of what the whole jive of this is going to be so i don't want to go there just yet i want to wait and see a little bit more now i will say going back to a little bit that you breezed over was the actual gameplay because they showed you know some of the puzzle you know towers that you're trying to climb and i swear in that in that footage section, there were a lot of blocks that I don't remember from the original game. Yes, so you, they so added you, in new blocks. You're definitely going to have new blocks, new traps to avoid, new things to think about. I'm excited for this because, uh, obviously, since it's coming out on PS4, 
I'm going to have a, a better D-pad than I did because I was originally playing it on the 360 with that soft, mushy D-pad. So I'm going to be falling off a lot less blocks in this one. Even though I'm going to have more crazy blocks to contend with, I'm sure there's going to be even more like goofy power-ups or you know the other, uh, the other climbers that you had to deal with. I'm sure there's going to be different versions of those, even if it's just the ants, like different bugs, different sheep. I'm super excited for anything new they're going to have in this game. I'm excited to go back and play the arcade game in the bar that oh, I, I never beat. And <laughs> what I'm doubly excited for is now that it's on PS4, they have no excuse for not making co-op online so we could actually do it without having to drive to each other's house this time. Oh, that would man. be fantastic. That's I'm, ho- be I'm hoping that it mm-hmm. hasn't been confirmed or anything, but I want that so bad. Hey, well, obviously, no, not Borderlands Night, really. Maybe early Borderlands Night. Uh, try and get through one. All right, we did it. Have a drink. Switch over to another game. But, man, just actually playing through that and beating that whole co-op thing, because I don't think we even did that, actually. The no, whole we never finished it. Yeah, we did so. really good with it, but we never oh, finished yeah. it. So I'm excited to get back into that, to beat the game three different times over, to beat the co-op challenges, to master all the new blocks, to beat the arcade game, to find out all the different nuances of all the new avenues of the story that you can, you can explore in this game. I can't, I can't even state how excited I am. Now, I will say this is coming out in Japan in winter 2018. I don't know when it's coming to America, but mm-hmm. this is another game that I might actually just import the day that it comes out just to have it and play it and even if i don't get the full experience it's more catherine in my hands that i can have and hold and keep and play forever i might have to just do it and i'll say on the last note for this release date is they said by the end of this year it will be coming out and of course that they will be localizing in english and releasing in the west i'm hoping mm-hmm. that since there's such there's such a knowledge basically that this game was loved and adored here in the west Mm-hmm. That'll be like some of the more current titles where it's going to come out in Japan and then a couple weeks later hit the West, not or like a, a couple year later. At, at yeah, the at the, at yeah, the yeah. worst, that they're going to be preparing for this as they speak mm-hmm. for the West and not just once released in Japan, then start making it for the West. I have a feeling that it's already getting that transition going because mm-hmm. as of the announcement, I think they said it was already 50% done. Nice. The game. So they're making good progress on it. It's coming along. They know for sure it's coming to the West. They know that the West loved and adored it. So mm-hmm. I hope that there's going to be a, a shorter window there. And that's just me hoping. But, hey, a man's got to hope. Man's that's right. Hope. A man does have to hope. Imposters wrap up. So, yeah, that pretty much wraps up the show. What are your most anticipated games for 2018? Let us know. You can do that via email at info at thirdshift.me. You can tweet at us at thirdshiftme, and you can find us on Facebook under Third Shift. And we also do have a Patreon set up. We treat it like a tip jar. If you like what you hear, you like what we say, hey, feel free to head over there, throw us a buck, throw us five bucks, a hundred bucks, whatever the heck you're comfortable with or feel that we deserve. It helps us out, improves the show, gets us going, keeps us going. And hey, if you don't have a buck, don't have any money in general, that's fine too. You know what? Throw us some comments, throw us some Facebook replies, Twitter replies, questions for the mailbags, all those good things. Anything and all thing helps us out, and we appreciate you and everyone else extremely, extremely, extremely. And of course, this podcast, IG2G, drops every two weeks on Tuesday, unless we break the format and do some kind of like crazy game show thing, and then break the format again, and then get like burned out because we did it too many times. So, 
If that doesn't happen, we'll be back in your ear holes on the 23rd of January for our very next episode. And you can find those episodes on iTunes, on Stitcher, and on Podbean. And as Eric said, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services because it does help us out. And we really do appreciate it. And with that, Mr. Matt, I say... Don't, don't forget, forget to, to save! save.